0: Hello, and welcome to PW KidsCast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm Emma Cantor, Associate Children's Book Editor at Publishers Weekly. Today I'm speaking with author-illustrator Ross Burak about his new picture book, The Very Impatient Caterpillar. The book is due out on February 26 from Scholastic Press, which is sponsoring this podcast. Burak is the creator of the acclaimed picture book, Truck Full of Ducks, the interactive board book, High Five Animals, and more. His illustrations can also be seen in Jennifer Hamburg's Billy Blue is Stuck in Goo, a Children's Choice Book Award finalist. His new book, The Very Impatient Caterpillar, is a humorous take on metamorphosis, as experienced by a caterpillar who can't wait to transform into a butterfly. Thank you for speaking with me, Ross.
1: Uh, Thank you so much for having me, Emma.
0: The title of your new book brings to mind Eric Carle's classic picture book, The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Of course, your style is completely unique. What was the launching point for you?
1: You know, I... I never really know where an, an idea comes from, but I definitely would say the the concept of uh, of patience has been a big part of my life now because I am a father of two small children. I'm actually a stay at home dad, and then the other part of the time I'm a children's book writer. So I've had to learn and like really deal with patience, and I'm also not just within myself, but now I'm starting to learn about having to teach my kids patience. And you know, we're just constantly reading. So somewhere within all of that, I'm sure that this character of this very impatient caterpillar came to life this character to me really is it's like a kid trapped inside a caterpillar's body trapped inside a chrysalis and so it's just like it has all that energy and all of that like not knowing about what's going to happen or how to deal with situations and just like the, the the feeling of impatience so there's just all of that and like all of that energy from like where i am in my life right now has probably like the place that sparked the idea
0: in addition to the book's comedic main character, you work in facts about metamorphosis. Why do you think that process fascinates young readers?
1: um I don't know it's it's that is a, that is a great question but you know there is it's like magic right like you always talk about like the concept like kids see magic or you tell them about things or they they watch movies where like magic happens and and I think that is one of the closest things like within science that you're like. This is magical. There's, there's really no, and like doing the research, there's, there's not much in terms of like scientific visuals of like what really goes on inside a chrysalis. Like people know the facts behind it, but they don't really, like, there's no visuals. There's something kind of just magical. It's like this caterpillar. Like, even when you say it to a kid, you're like, oh, this, yeah, this little caterpillar, it, it builds a chrysalis. And then a couple of weeks later, ta da, it pops out with wings and it's, you know, this beautiful thing that can fly. It's like just that concept alone it's kind of magical. So I think that in itself is what, you know, captures the minds of all kids. And I think, you know, like all adults as well.
0: And is it fair to say that your main character undergoes a sort of internal transformation as well throughout
1: this? Completely. That's like, that's one of the, I'd say it's almost the more important um, layer for my kids book. You know, like the concept of of the caterpillar turning into a butterfly is this beautiful, amazing thing. And it's it's gave me like this great vehicle to kind of tell this story of impatience. So it was this kind of STEM-friendly story that relates to kids. But then it gave me a chance to just really create this character that is dealing with this thing. It learns this thing, right? And for a kid, it could be anything. It, it could be like, oh, I'm going to learn I'm going to get to do this one day. Or I'm going to learn I'm going to get to do this one day. Like, I want to do it now. And so that is just you know getting wings and being able to fly and and becoming a butterfly so it's whether it's my kid that learns like learning to tie her shoes like or or if it's something even bigger like that concept of patience is the more important layer i think for my story like i want kids to to learn that there's amazing things that can happen if you're patient if you You know, you're going to fail like this character goes through a lot of it like that metamorphosis is, you know, the struggle of like trying to get out of the chrysalis early and thinking it's ready, but then realizing, no, it needs to rethink things. So there's a lot of all of that that happens. So I think that that's like the more important metamorphosis that happens for my character.
0: In terms of format, you incorporate some elements of comic books with dialogue balloons, sound effects, and playful typography. I'm curious, what led you to use that style?
1: Um, I mean, I'm a huge fan of comics. I've been drawing comics, you know, since I was a kid. Uh, I'm just a fan of all comics, uh, comic strips, magazines, whether it's Marvel or if it's like, you know, the Sunday newspaper style. And I think it's a really fun way to tell stories and i i love dialogue bubbles and when i'm reading when i go to do school visits or if i'm like reading with my own kids it, it kind of gives a way for you to create um almost like it's like a screenplay and i get to play one character and then if it's my kids i'm reading to or if it's a you know a group full of students i'm reading to they get to play the other character so it's a really nice way to get them involved in the storytelling specifically with this book when I go to schools, I've gotten a chance to read it to a few schools, I play the main caterpillar, and then they, the whole class gets to play the, the, the uh, side caterpillar that's kind of walking the main caterpillar through the, the process, and, and they get to be like, no, and I'm like, am I a butterfly yet? And they're like, no, and just getting them engaged and involved is um, one of the reasons I like to use dialogue bubbles, and just that comic style, like the panel style as well. I think it's a fun way to tell a story.
0: And what materials did you use to create the artwork?
1: Um, So I use mixed media. I start everything in pencil, just do all my sketches in pencil, um, you know, really rough to get the energy. And when I'm drawing, especially with a book like this, or a lot of my characters, like I love to show the energy of the characters. And so I try and do a lot of loose drawing um, to really get the emotions and the poses that I want, show the frustration or the impatience or the excitement. And then after that, I'll go over with, you know, just like a, a, just a regular pencil. Then I use some Prismacolor pencils for like the more final lines. And then I do some acrylic painting and then I do some scanning and then do a lot of digital coloring as well on the computer with just um, Photoshop. So it's, it's, a, it's a mixed thing, but I always love to start off with just rough pencils.
0: What was the revision process like for the book?
1: Um, so you know, it's weird. Like certain books for myself, like I will struggle. Uh, you know, like the idea is there. Like I have a kernel of an idea, and you just struggle and struggle to get the, the the plot right and the characters. And sometimes you do too much and and too little. But this this is one of those books for me, luckily that I remember. I went to the park. I carry with myself like just like those little post its, the yellow post it notes. I had these post it notes, and the idea just kind of like came to me, like the characters were there and, and the story was there. And so it was a really quick initial draft and storyboarding. Then I went back and I knew it needed more tension in the book. I have this scene where the caterpillar, you know, goes through the, I think I can, Oh, I can't do it. Yes, I can. Like this whole like self-help you can transform your life montage panel thing. And that wasn't as big as it was in the initial idea um so that was a really important thing i wanted to add to it because especially for kids like i've said it earlier but that's something they are going to go through like and adults obviously we all go through it as well like throughout every course of our lives like like that struggle is something i really wanted to add and kind of expand on so that was a big part of the revision and then i also added, um, on the final spread where it goes through, where the Caterpillar finally realizes like, you know, I can do this. It finds that belief in itself and it starts going through like some breathing exercises and some, you know, like silly, like you can be one with the chrysalis, like those kind of fun things. I added that as well. And that was a kind of a nice way for me to incorporate more of the scientific aspect of the, you know, showing like a scientific chart, um, in a sense, like using, it's like a blend of like comic panels with a scientific chart graph of the Caterpillar and the, and the stages. So so that those were the two biggest parts of the revision that I went through. And then also I had a number of different endings. Some were silly, some were too silly, but this one just felt right for me. Like it, it was just kind of like a little nod to the fact that, you know, as many times as we do learn the lesson of being patient, like, you know, the next day it all starts over again. So, So I kind of felt that was like the perfect ending.
0: Definitely. I also see in your bio that you dabble in animation. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say dabble. I've been lucky enough to do a lot of character development and design. I, I love animation and I've I've always, when I was growing up, I've I always thought I wanted to be an animator, but animation is quite meticulous. Like the people that do it are, you know, they have, I would say, you know, in, in a perfect reference to this book. I think they have more patience than I do. And I just realized it wasn't drawing, doing the animated step-by-step process wasn't for me, but I've been lucky enough to do character design and character development for animated cartoons, for a couple commercials. I have something that's in development with a company in Boston um, for like PBS kids right now. So I was able to do all the character development for that. So I've been lucky enough to to be part of that world with my skill set. So yeah, so that's that's the amount that I kind of dabble in animation, but I'm a huge fan.
0: Looking back, what were some of your favorite books from childhood?
1: I mean, that's a, that's a great question. I have so many books that I love from when I was growing up. I'm a huge, huge fan of Shel Silverstein, like just everything Shel Silverstein. I, you know, the the even reading them now, I think I appreciate them even more. Um, and I'm a big fan of Giraffes, and I don't know if this was because I loved his books, and like A Giraffe and a Half is one of my favorite. Um, I also love, you know, I love all the Dr. Seuss stuff. I, I love uh, Mo Willems. I'm a huge Laurie Keller fan with uh, like the Arnie the Donut and, and the uh, – Just like all of the books that she does with like her sides, there's just so many funniest. I'm just that is something I love, like the details and all the humor she gets in there. So just I go to the bookstore and I try and read as many books as I can, you know, with my kids or just for myself or inspiration. So but those are just a few of the names I think I'd say that come off you know, the top of my head right now.
0: You mentioned you had the chance to share the new book with a live audience some children do you have any more school or bookstore visits on the horizon
1: um yeah you know i am going to be heading to boston um i think for like a little book tour for this um i have a couple things that i'm going to be going to i don't have anything set in stone right now but i have a number of school visits coming up i ju- actually just got back from a couple of weeks um in florida i was in virginia i was in texas reading so i got a chance to read that book to a lot of schools um, and i have a number of you know more local school visits coming up but nothing that um nothing i think that i'm i have booked like outside of like school visits right now
0: and what do you hope kids will take away from the book
1: Um, I mean, the the thing I always hope kids get from my books, I always want them to laugh. Like that's one of the things I want kids to do first is just to laugh. And and that's why I make my characters and stuff so silly. Um, But with this book, luckily, I was able to kind of put that extra layer in and, and about being patient and the importance of patience. you know, whether they're just like a smaller kid and they're learning to tie their shoe or they're learning to read, just stick with it and be patient and just keep trying and just believe that they can do it. And you know we're all going through that metamorphosis, just like caterpillar. And that's I think that's what I want kids to take from it.
0: Can you share a bit about what you're working on now?
1: Yeah, of course I'd love to. Um, so I have a, a um, an early reader coming out with Scholastic called Bumble and Bee, and it's a really fun. It's a, it's a comic style book with um, Scholastic's new line called Acorn. And it's going to be, it's like three short stories starring these characters. Bumble and Bee, one's a Bumblebee, one's a Honeybee. And then they kind of buzz around their friend Froggy on his lily pad. And they're never intentionally bothering him, but they're always just trying to play with him. And, and they're just like these upbeat characters. And, and um, you know, they're always trying to help their friend out. And sometimes they cause a little bit of trouble, not intentionally. Um, so But it's like a really, really fun, silly early reader series that I think kids are going to love and then they have a board book coming out with Scholastic called I Love My 222 which is this really fun kind of counting book with all of these characters just like this play on words with like two. It's, it's a really fun book so I'm, I'm very excited for all of that coming
0: out we'll patiently await more thank you Thank you for speaking with me.
1: Yeah, no, this was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Once again, I've been speaking with Ross Burak, whose new book, The Very Impatient Caterpillar, is out on February 26 from Scholastic Press. Thank you for listening to PW Kidscast.